0: And we were sitting there BSing and all of a sudden that call comes out and it sounded like a nothing call. And then I get there and then it's still kind of a nothing call. Like, all right, cool. It's a DV. I'll just arrest this guy and, you know, get my knife off and running. And hey, dude, put the why don't you come down here and put the kid down and let's just talk and get this. No, man. No, no. I didn't do nothing wrong. Oh, God damn it. Don't be this guy. Don't be this guy. Don't be this guy. Don't be this guy. Like, come on. Do you just come down? It's no big deal. We just got to talk, get it figured out. No, man, I don't know what's going to happen. I'm going to come downstairs. Y'all going to arrest me or y'all going to beat shit out of me. Like, uh, you're half right.
1: Brandon, you look like you strained your neck. Strained my neck. <laughs> uh oh. Call a doctor. <laughs> you can't shake yourself so violently while listening to this song. I
0: can't. I just. I like it.
1: Injuries will beat. occur. <laughs> it is uh. a good beat. Speaking of that song, which was written and performed by some guy named David Fesslian, found him on the internet under music that you don't need copyrights to. What do they call that? Open source music, whatever. Sure. Why not? So so then I went to his page, and I found that if you use his music, all he wants is you to cite it a certain way, you know, when you list it on YouTube or whatever, which I've done every time. Now, for our pre-shows, we have a different music. I don't think you listen to the pre-shows, so you might not know the music of which I speak, but it's also done by David Feslian.
0: Did we have music for the (laughs) pre-show?
1: It fades in and fades out. Yeah. I add it after we're done, right? So hmm. last week, and I always credit him. So last week, our YouTube video got dinged for two things. Which? The boys are back we in town. <laughs> uh. And David Fessley and Song. And I'm like, wait a minute. I have always, since I've used this stuff, cited it the way it's supposed to be cited. Per his instructions when you download his music so that one i don't know about but yeah the boys are back in town thin lizzie hello uh yeah uh you can't use our music
0: what okay yeah, it's such a good song maybe we let it play too long what is it like uh
1: i only had like seven seconds in there
0: next time five
1: yeah so it <laughs> they didn't like shut the video down because you could still watch it now yeah they just um, like i can't a, monetize oh, it wag. when we get to like in four, in 2029 when <laughs> we get a thousand subscribers and the watch hours and we can or maybe it's 2039 i don't know we can't monetize that video so whatever <laughs> you'll be like i'll be wheeling up to the camera in a wheelchair <laughs> By then, and you'll be on, you'll know, like limp what did over. You,
0: what'd you do this week, Mike? <laughs>
1: uh, I played backgammon.
0: I had a solid shit the other day.
1: <laughs> it was great. I even wrote it in my book. I had a solid shit today.
0: See, there it is right there.
1: Uh, I'm Mike Morazzo. That's Brandon Silvera
0: over there. I'm going to laugh if like, you're pointing this way and I'm actually over there. Well, over That'd here. You're over here, so I well, can do uh, this too. This way. He's there over here. Just, yeah, and these great, guys
1: there, there. are Grogu. I got two Grogu's behind me tonight. March 1st is the first episode of season three of The Mandalorian. I was so excited. I couldn't wait to sit down and watch it until I looked on my phone calendar and saw that I will be in Atlanta getting ready for Workbench Con and be hanging out at Joey's house that night. Yeah. So I don't think we're going to watch it down there, but uh, March 1st. If you're waiting for The Mandalorian season three, March 1st, that's when it is. I just opened my Google feed, and I see Daredevil's on there. Now I've got to read this story before I forget when we're done. I'm so excited for Daredevil joining the MCU. I only watched She-Hulk for the
0: Daredevil appearance. If you listen closely, you can hear Mike heavy breathing into the mic. He's Daredevil. He's going to be a part of the... Matt Murdock. <laughs> the blind lawyer here. To to be
1: fair, I only have a man crush on Daniel Craig as James Bond. Um who's the other one? I think that might be it now.
0: He made an appearance in The Force Awakens.
1: Wait, I don't remember that.
0: Yeah, he's a stormtrooper. Oh, is he was he uncredited? He's the, no, he's I think he's credited. But he's the one that um Ray does a little Jedi mind trick to to get out. Oh, how
1: come I didn't know that?
0: I don't know. I would expect you to know that.
1: I have not seen Glass Onion yet. Is it? Oh, it got released, right? I don't know what that is. Did you see see Knives Out? That awesome movie on Netflix with him? And like a ton of stars. Jamie Lee Curtis, a bunch of stars. That's a murder mystery that takes place in a house. And he plays a Texas Texas, um, private investigator. He's like the the scene stealer of that whole movie. Well, he... There's a new movie out. He still plays the same character. It's another murder mystery. It's not, okay. it's is a it, knives out a story. Sequel? No, not a story. Oh, but it's Stand like a standalone world. Yeah. It says a okay. Glass Onion knives out story. It's, it's going to be released in theaters and on Netflix one week after the theater release. Yeah. Oh. So I'm looking forward to that because his character is awesome. <laughs> you got to watch, you got to watch, you got to watch the first movie because you'll really enjoy it. So I got some stuff here.
0: You got some, oh, look at that. some stuff. I, I
1: put tape over it so I can put my, my sticker there. Uh-huh. And I didn't want to paint it and then drill through it. And I had already drilled the holes there, so I didn't want to paint to go in there. So I laid a sticker over it and I drew a circle where the sticker would be. And I didn't have to paint that. I just put tape over it. And it'll be covered by a sticker. So I got that going on.
0: So I got that going for me. <laughs> Which
1: is nice. How was your
0: week? Fucking okay. squirrel. <laughs> Dog, Bert. <laughs> um, well, sick week. Shit. This last week, yeah. I think I ended up having to call out twice this week. Would have been nice if it was consecutive days, but like freaking, it's like every other day.
1: How many days do you guys get for the year?
0: I forget how many because I went like two years without using a single sick day and then.
1: Do yours carry over?
0: Yeah. Oh, yeah. we
1: don't. No, no, we don't get that.
0: Yeah. There, there's dudes that are retiring that have like Thousands of hours. That's awesome. I mean, for them.
1: Yeah. I mean, we're so. not allowed to do that. So I think we yeah. get. We are. I think we get a total of, if because we work 12s, right? It comes out to four days off, <laughs> four sick days, four in our field of work. Uh, yeah, and then. You're not
0: uh, dealing with dirty, you are, uh, dis- no. disgusting people.
1: Right. And if you need more time, you then need a doctor's note. For, um, like, maybe 15 more times. And then it goes into catastrophic, you know, sick days where you actually have to
0: be missing a limb to get paid. Eh. Well, I mean, that's pretty catastrophic, so.
1: Yeah. I actually went, uh, geez, 2006-ish, I had knee surgery because, you know, I had a torn meniscus and a bone bruise and all this other bullshit. So I was out of work for eight months. And after I used my sick time and emergency sick time, and catastrophic sick time, and then I didn't get paid for several months. So I was just sitting at home, not getting that's paid. That's insane. Yeah, it's stupid. But that's why you should get Aflac. This is not sponsored by Aflac in any means.
0: <laughs> but, but if but, you want to sponsor us, Aflac, yeah, uh, right. go ahead and give me a call. Yeah. We'll set something up.
1: Set something up. But, yeah, you should have some type of um, supplemental insurance if you don't already. Just yeah. An insurance guy, I am licensed in life and health insurance, I have been since 1998. Uh, but you should r- get a policy for supplemental health insurance. Just a public service announcement there. And back to you for the week. You were sick.
0: Yeah. <laughs> well, I wasn't sick this week. It was everybody else. Oh,
1: you were sick last week. Yeah.
0: I mean, I still went to work, but.
1: Oh, that's not good.
0: Yeah, just curled up in the patrol car going, God, this fucking sucks.
1: I want to go home. Did your friends all tell you to get away from them and don't come in the squad room?
0: Well, I mean, we spend 90% of our shift out in the field.
1: Yeah, but you have to come together for a roll call before yeah, and after, that, right?
0: Yeah, that takes about five minutes. So like
1: Brandon, stand in the hallway and we'll... Like the old, no. like the, the Russians when they play chess and um, they relay messages from one guy in the hall and he runs out to you to tell you what's going on. He runs back to the hallway to get a message from the, so they don't do that? No. That you sit in the room with them? Yeah. Okay. I guess it's then,
0: easier that way. No, the only thing was, uh, <laughs> one of my looking at me and goes, hey, you want to ride together? I go, no, dude. Like, I'm, not, I, I'm, not, I'm not feeling good today. You, you should probably not be in the car with me.
1: Do you have that option to ride with someone? Yeah. Really? Yeah. Wow.
0: Big city, Mike. Big city policing.
1: Yeah, but then it Sometimes... takes one car off the street.
0: But fuck, dude. We don't have enough cars to go around anyway. Sometimes people double up out of necessity. Okay. Because I... fucking the city in its infinite wisdom reduced uh, the number of certified mechanics that can actually work on these cars uh, from two down
1: to one well at least you
0: had major major police department by the way
1: yeah well now you're which is really bad because for those don't know we have one he's been in hawaii or something for fucking i don't even know eight weeks he's on vacation i went to write up my squad the other day first of all i'll i went to write up a squad i was working driving because all four tires were flat after i got in from my shift i noticed so I went to write it up. We have a clipboard. You walk in our front door. There's a time clock. Next to the time clock is a clipboard, and that's a service thing. You just write up the squad, either mechanical or uh, or electrical equipment. I had to thumb through, like, 14 fucking pages of people's squad shit that's gone wrong till I could get to a blank page to write my shit on it, and then... Apparently, I went past the guy who already rode up that squad for having four flat tires. It was like seven slips before mine. I didn't even see it. But, yeah, so we have one guy. He's gone. I have no idea who's fixing these cars.
0: Yeah. It's gotten to the point now where they just start cannibalizing cars. Because even mm-hmm. if they have to send it out, there's no parts and everything's so slow now. Right. Because everyone likes to use the excuse of, oh, it's supply oh, chain it's stuff. Yeah. It's a, it's a mm-hmm. supply chain. Like No. It's just like any time – you remember the first time gas went over like $2 a gallon and everyone was losing their mind? They were like, we just got to get through this, and then it'll go back to like being $0.85 cents a gallon. Yeah, it hasn't gone back down.
1: I was I was putting gas in my car when it was $0.85 cents a gallon. You weren't even born.
0: I <laughs> was born. I remember seeing it at the Chevron and not really comprehending just how meant? cheap that is. Yeah. And then I started driving, and then gas hit $2 a gallon, and I had a 30-gallon tank of my 89 F-150. and went, fuck. Fuck. Yeah. It's pretty pricey. <laughs> like, this is not fun. I don't like this at all. I don't like driving.
1: Yeah. <laughs> screw driving. Unless yeah, mom and dad Probably are going to fill my Let's truck. Let's go.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I got one free tank a month.
1: Hey, so I got Last, a date, lasts, honey. Lasts a what time do you want me to ride my bike over to your house so we can walk to the bus stop and take the bus to the movie theater?
0: You can stand on my pegs.
1: <laughs> right. Yeah. Front pegs or back pegs? <laughs> back. You got to see where you're going.
0: Okay. You can, Front pegs are for when you're parked and you're making out.
1: Oh, that's right. She can then lean in over the handlebars yeah. if she's standing on the front pegs. Or he. Yeah, see? I
0: don't want to judge. Well, it was the early 2000s. So, you know, she. We were, we, still, we were still big fans of, you know, just, you know. Him and her. Yeah. He and she. Not get, we knew which bathroom to use. Right. There was no confusion. It no. was just like, hey, I like girls.
1: I, or, hey, I've got a penis. I'm a boy. Yeah.
0: I know what I am. That's weird. I know what parts. I, and this this video is going to be demonetized pretty Let, soon too.
1: Let's like, fast forward twenty <laughs> years and try and guess what that's going to be like in our oh my society. We
0: just we're all going to be like Ken dolls, just smooth. We're not going to have anything. No hair. And that's if the world still had nah, nothing, just okay. Plastic, all Ho- plastic.
1: Hopefully, I you know when I'm living in the woods in my house and the ranch, <laughs> I won't know what's going on in the world. In I'm
0: going to live in a van down by a river. river.
1: Yeah. Someone might already be there.
0: To. I'll kill him. He's <laughs> a big this guy. My fan now. He's
1: a big guy. He's already. I'll
0: he's already befriend getting.
1: him. Okay. Uh, Anything crazy happen while you were riding with by yourself? Oh, so what, one last week. point: the uh, Chicago only their day shift gets to ride solo. Afternoon shift, night shift, two man cars.
0: Yeah, because it's safer that way. You yeah. can, it's, it's just it's more efficient because you can send one unit to a call versus sending two. And if, you know, we're getting into the whole kinder, gentler thing, it is more low-key to have one, maybe two cars there than to, say, have four.
1: Right, yeah. We often wave off cars because it looks too oppressing.
0: It it looks scary. Not oppressing. It's just scary. It scares the public. And God forbid you block a street.
1: Yeah. (laughs) Well, we let the fire department do that.
0: Well, no, we had really good at it. There was no need for the fire department on the domestic violence suspect that was using his nine month old child as a human shield that we can't really get into because I'm pretty sure that case is going to get. Well, (laughs) that's the reason we couldn't record last week. Yeah, because I was already feeling not great. And then I spent 10 hours standing out in the cold.
1: Now, when you say cold, Brandon.
0: Okay, California (laughs) cold. It was in the 40. It was in the low 40s. okay. all right. So it, it gets chilly, okay. especially when the sun goes down. I was just happy that I was able to eat lunch before the call came out.
1: Do you get headaches like me if you don't eat on time?
0: No, I get really pissy.
1: Oh, you get hangry?
0: <laughs> I get very hangry. I get hangry, I had too. A, I had a nice brisket sandwich.
1: A brisket sandwich on white bread? Yeah, we got
0: a... Uh, yeah. Oh, I'm interested. So we have a we got a barbecue joint. Okay. In, uh, in my beat, so on... It's- on Saturdays, we go to Sam's Barbecue and we enjoy family dinner. And we were sitting there BSing, and all of a sudden, that call comes out, and it sounded like a nothing call. And then I get there, and then it's still kind of a nothing call. Like, all right, cool, it's a DV. I'll just arrest this guy and you know, get my knife off and running. And hey, dude, put the why don't you come down here and put the kid down and let's just talk and get this. No, man, no. No, I didn't do nothing wrong. Oh, God damn it! Don't be this guy. Don't be this guy. Don't be this guy. Don't be this guy. Like, come on, do you just come down? It's no big deal. We just got to talk. Get it figured out. No, man, I don't know what's gonna happen. I'm gonna come downstairs. Y'all gonna arrest me, or y'all gonna beat the shit out of me? Like, uh, you're half right. Which half is up to you?
1: you to beat the shit out of him half. Uh,
0: I mean, as the night went on, I really wanted to. <laughs>
1: How long did that go on
0: uh, all night? He barricaded for five or six hours before we finally ended up getting we kind of screwed ourselves over on it. Because in our county, when you go to or when you're arrested for domestic violence, it's automatically there's no preset bail. You have to see a judge.
1: Right. seventy-two So old or whatever.
0: Well, I don't know how long it was going to take. You can't go home for 72 I hours cuz I don't I don't work the jails and California is different than okay. like every other state. So but I do know that you have to go see a judge and I think that on Saturdays the next available arraignment is like Tuesday. So
1: Yeah, no no uh weekend court.
0: Yep. So this was taking so long, we were starting to consider, like, are we going to have to call out the department SWAT team? Well, they're going to want – if they come out, they're going to want some sort of paper in hand that says we can go get this guy. So we authored a Ramey warrant. For those of you who don't know, a Ramey warrant is an arrest warrant where you just bypass the district attorney and you go straight to a judge. Well, the judge sets bail amount. The bail amount in this was like $75,000. So once he was arrested – Was that 10%? Uh, yeah, I believe so, yeah. Okay. I've never had to post bail. I know, but... I don't really care about yeah. the bail laws in this day because um, half of everything these days is $0 bail. So, it, it it's too infuriating for me to waste my time to learn. Because yeah. I also don't ever deal with it. Now, if I was getting a cut of like, <laughs> you know, like, hey, this person has a $20,000 warrant, you get Two grand. Like, then I would learn the bail laws real quick. Yeah,
1: you, you'd be benefiting from it.
0: Yes. It's like, if you incentivize taking bad people to jail, more bad people would go to jail. <laughs> Anyways, I digress. So, the reason why I say we kind of screwed ourselves over was this guy, the second he was arrested, there was a bail amount set, so he could have posted bail and oh. gotten out first chance versus having to go see a judge on Tuesday and having to spend a little bit of time in jail, thinking about what he had done and why he was being bad. Because this dude, I mean,
1: they don't care, though. What's
0: no, that gonna he, do? no, I know. But got to call out the uh, the night detective who was also our union president and. Lieutenants out there and I'm just sitting there going, I hate this. I hate everybody. I like I, I like to low key things. That's the way I do <laughs> policing. Uh, sometimes we'll do some sketchy shit and we'll tell you about it later. As long as it gets the job done and we're all safe. I don't like a whole big to-do. And this was a big to do. Do you this guys was, call mm, a SWAT team out? No.
1: Except for a hostile I, did, I did. subject.
0: I did call my uh, my old boss who is now one of the uh, SWAT team sergeants and go, Hey buddy. Uh, if your team's on call, I'd stop drinking now.
1: (laughs) If they're on call, they shouldn't actually be drinking. Just saying from someone who's been on call for 12 years. When it's your turn, you don't do that stuff.
0: Yeah, you're not supposed to, but, you know. (laughs) Okay. Shit happens. Shit happens on Saturday nights. Yeah. Um, (laughs) uh, No, he ended up coming to terms with, dude, we're not leaving, and – we're getting to the point where we're going to come in and we're going to grab you, and it's going to hurt. So he came out, and then he went to jail. Where
1: were his kids after he, he was using one of them as a shield at the beginning?
0: Yeah, so the kid fell asleep and uh, okay. was in his crib, and then he, he came out. Okay. So I was quite irritated with him and his handling of the situation, so I also charged him with the child endangerment.
1: That was your call?
0: Yes, it was my your it, paper. Was call. In
1: my,
0: yeah, it was my beat, my call, my case. Okay. So I'm okay, the yeah. one that was talking to freaking his family to get him to have them call him and get him to come out and
1: And then the next yeah. call is DCFS. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Well yeah. the mom was fine. She was an okay person.
1: It doesn't matter. You can't have one I know. One. Yeah. So for people that don't so. know, one bad parent, DCFS. That's yep. all it takes.
0: Two bad parents, foster kid.
1: Yeah, unfortunately, or fortunately for those kids, sometimes they—it's usually fortunate.
0: Yeah, I've taken—I've only taken like four kids from parents, but like three of them were all from one parent, so it only counts as like once in my book.
1: So you, well, you've impacted two families. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, I've had a, so we've had a bunch of run-ins with DCFS in my long tenured career. Most of the time the kids go back right back to the house, but I've had a number of occasions where they've been placed and taken away from the families. Thank God.
0: Yeah. I've had a few screaming matches with one particular social worker. Maybe the phrase, I shouldn't care more than you (laughs) came out (laughs) may have come out of my mouth.
1: Well, just speaking the truth.
0: Yeah, it's true. And then I said some other mean things, but we don't talk about that.
1: (laughs) The best case agent for DCFS I had to come out, his name was Kevin. And I only remember this because this was one of those moments that you'll never forget. Um, I had to call him because I had arrested a woman for drugs and whatever else. She was at the hotel. She had a kid with her, a baby, like a baby, under six months old. And... There was a complaint for loudness in the room, and housekeeping went there. And they tried knocking on the door, and when they opened the door themselves, housekeeping, this woman's having sex on the bed with someone eating a cheeseburger, Who's the person who's participating in it. He's eating a cheeseburger while they're having sex, and the kid's on the floor. The baby's on the floor um in this mess so i i called DS, dcfs and i have to give the descriptions of the case and the guy goes hold on wait what and i go so she's yeah. getting banged from behind while the guy who's eating a cheeseburger while he's banging her and the baby's on the floor in a pile of garbage or whatever he goes what i, go, I swear to god he go he goes all right i'll be right out i'll be out in an hour i'm like okay he shows up at my police department <laughs> He stopped at Wendy's to get me a cheeseburger. <laughs> I like this guy. It was fucking awesome. I go, what's that, dude? He goes, oh, I brought you a cheeseburger.
0: <laughs> Thanks, I'm starving.
1: Oh, my God, it was fucking awesome, man. I wrote his number down on my f- notepad. <laughs> he goes, I couldn't believe the story, so I had to get you a cheeseburger.
0: I'm just trying to think of the mechanics of it all. like. <laughs> One That's a lot going on. Yeah. Well, I mean, yeah, you like one hand on the hip, but do you go dominant hand or do you go <laughs> right. non-dominant hand? Right, because you got to spank like, it sometimes. Would, well, yeah, well, I mean, you're going to have to transition and yeah. you run the risk of maybe slapping too hard and everything goes to shit right there. But, right. So I really don't know. i mean, like, would you go cheeseburger in your offhand or? I'm offhand. Dominant. I'd have to offhand. It. I, would, I think yeah, I yeah. would go offhand as well. Yeah. <laughs> Fuck. What kind of cheeseburger uh, was it?
1: The one he was eating and the one that was brought to me.
0: The one that he was eating, like, was it? A, was it Wendy's? Was it? A, was it? I mean, I
1: think there was a Wendy's bag on the floor.
0: Okay. Well, now yeah, I see. So I... I have more questions. Like, what kind of burger at Wendy's was it? Because you right. can't get one that's like Could it really be a saucy Smokehouse BLT. Because well, it's got to be something compact, or he's got to have big hands to really grab onto this. It that wasn't bacon eater. Well, yeah, I mean, because <laughs> if you're eating it, right, you're gonna have. You know, if it's but, a saucy one, you're going to have patties sliding around. You got to contain well, that. Not shit. only
1: that, but the sauce will then drip down and then down. Well, down. that's
0: just that's just lubrication. Yeah. <laughs> so I like I have I have a lot of questions and <laughs> I won't be able to answer them for you. I just I'm this is going to haunt me all night.
1: However, I did put an image in your head that you, now you can't get rid of. <laughs> that's, that's that's
0: hilarious.
1: <laughs> My best DCFS call ever. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit things we see, Brandon, uh, are here. So how, so how was your week? It was good. <laughs> was good. Uh, yeah. Uh, oh, a few weeks ago, the president came in town. We had a block intersections for the the motorcade, which was like 60 cars long. And he ended up staying at a hotel 500 feet out of my town. And uh,
0: So I, out of your town.
1: Yeah. <laughs> like, I drove around the hotel he was at a couple of times because uh, I was hoping to catch him outside. (laughs) Hey, Hey Biden, what's up? So I wanted to yell, let's go Brandon. As I drove by, but uh, it was, it was pretty cool to see. I've had to do that numerous times for various presidents because the O'Hare is right next to my city. So we end up blocking traffic all the time for the president uh, motorcade. And I don't care who the president is. When you see the motorcade, it's pretty cool. It's very impressive, right? And it's like, "Hey, the president's in one of those cars. I' don't know where. But uh, meeny,
0: meeny, meeny, that one.: Yeah,
1: it's pretty cool. So I, I drove past the hotel, and the city that he was staying in, that's just north of me. They had all their public works trucks out, huge dump trucks, all blocking driveways to the hotel, you know what I mean? They, it's a four-lane highway in front of the hotel, down to three. The curb lane going southbound all closed down. When I drove past, you know, three times, you could see all the Secret Service guys even outside, just sitting outside on the U-shaped driveway. You know, it was it was pretty cool. So uh, that was neat to see, even though I didn't get to
0: see him. Speaking of the president, you know, it's really funny. The president. It, 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 well, I mean, yes, <laughs> but it makes me it makes me laugh. Like the people that hate him. Yeah. Which I'm not a fan. I think he's up there with Jimmy Carter as worst president ever. Um, but I I think it makes me really laugh when people are like, oh yeah, he's, you know, something this this big. I saw something it was a it was supposed to be a tweet from some other president talking about how you know, you know, America falling, you know, something so powerful can only could only have been brought down so fast from within. And then someone had said, like, oh, yeah, he's talking shit to Joe Biden. I'm like, you're giving Biden too much credit. You're giving him a lot of credit. You mean to tell me you think that geriatric fuck is capable of that level of thought?
1: Yeah, no. (laughs) He doesn't even know what he's having for breakfast.
0: You can't call him a dummy. And then say that he's so smart that he right. infiltrated and took down America. No, you have to pick one. You have to pick one, and you have to roll with that one. Right. That's Even it. if you think you're wrong at a later point, you got to stay with that one, and just ride that one until you die. Yeah.
1: I went on a domestic or uh, an ambulance call. Stop me if you heard this one. Uh, one you of the
0: went, <laughs> followed an ambulance. I I still like I'm just blown away that every like medical call that requires an ambulance you guys go to. Yeah, we have to. Yeah, that's stupid. uh,
1: 758, take the uh, old lady who fell out of her chair. Needs to be put back in. No. I I never go in. I don't go in. I just sit outside.
0: These are the ones that we go to. Hey, uh, ambulance rig 33 is asking for PD to respond. Whatever, however, whether it's, you know, code three, the lights and sirens or just, you know, when you get a chance uh, for a possibly... Combative patient. Patient's ninety three years old.
1: Right. <laughs> you want me to put this I, I old man in a bed I
0: to that, and I have yeah. asked for the dispatchers or for the uh, paramedics' phone number over the air. Nice. And then called them and going, "You mean to tell me you can't handle a ninety three year old person?" Right. Does it? Because it doesn't matter if you're male or female at that point. You're ninety three. It's, 93. it's best when they
1: know? go. Paramedics are staging, which means they're waiting for you to make the scene safe.
0: If the fire's going to stage on this, uh, why? Yeah. <laughs> this seems like something that they should be handling. Right. So, i can only make it worse.
1: <laughs> I went on a call for a heroin OD. Oh, that's fun. And uh, it was a rookie's call, and it wasn't going to be my paper. So we all roll over there. And uh, by the time I get there, the first officer made contact. And the guys, at first he was unresponsive. And then uh, apparently some prostitute he was with revived him. And
0: she's got to get a good tip.
1: She got the tip. I don't know if he gave her the rest of it, though. (laughs) (laughs) Anyways. Well, he
0: he paid for the full hour.
1: Uh, Really slow on those. (laughs) Yeah, I know. I had to reach for it. So he's like, he comes out of his death look, I guess. And uh, he looks around. There's a bunch of cops standing around. And he goes... uh, Am I, am I under arrest? And I said, cardiac arrest. <laughs> the fucking paramedics lost it. <laughs> and then I left. I was out. I just had to say my piece and go.
0: <laughs> Thank you. I'll be here yeah, all, right
1: week. all week. Try the veal. By the time I got back to the station, the paramedics had called ahead. <laughs> I walked into the squad room. Everyone's like, cardiac arrest. That's a good one. I'm like, who the fuck talked to you? Oh, the paramedics called. I'm like, come on, man. <laughs> I, could, I can't take these druggies anymore. I'm like, I'm walk, running up the stairs. No Narcan on me anymore. I don't fucking care. You're going to kill yourself because you're going to OD over heroin. I don't even care anymore. Fuck it. Just go ahead and knock yourself out. I've had enough. So apparently I'm just voicing that now to these people who are ODing. So.
0: We actually, speaking of ODs, we had four since Thanksgiving just on my radio channel. We had one on Thanksgiving.
1: That's not good, man.
0: We had uh, Thanksgiving pizza while we were waiting for the corner. Okay. Amongst the rats and the other homeless encampments.
1: Didn't I tell you about that time? You know, I had, uh, had to go and take pictures of a dead body at the hotel. So I show up, and we got a new guy who was just released. He just left our department. He works somewhere else now. But we were supposed to have pizza that night, so we order a pizza, and then we get called to this motel for this dead body, and now i got to go process it. So I'm like, "What? A, I'm starving. I didn't get my pizza. And then my boss goes, well, I'll send the pizza over by you. So we go, <laughs> we, go to the, we go to the hotel, and I'm taking pictures. The body, the guy's laying on the bed, and uh, I'm photographing the room, and the rookie is standing outside the room. I go, come in here. Help me out. They start taking mm-hmm. notes. So he comes in, and then my buddy – Drew, who no longer he's a Chicago firefighter now.
0: He's a fire guy now. Yeah. So Drew shows guy. up,
1: he's got the pizza. He goes, Pizza's here. Where do you <laughs> want it? And I go, Well, don't bring it in here. Um, put it on the steps outside the door. Cause these are the motels that have the doors on the outside of the building with all this, you know, stairs. Okay. It's two story. Tom Baudette used to leave the light on for you. Um, so we put the pizza on the stairs. And I walk, I said, I'm starving. I hold my camera. I tell the rookie, goes, What are you what are you doing? I go out and eat my pizza. He goes, well, there's a dead guy right here. I go, I ain't going to give and? any. <laughs> and I'm not going to drop I, it on him. I
0: don't think he wants any.
1: I'm not sitting next to him eating it. Aren't you hungry? He's like, no, I can't eat now. I'm like, okay, more for me. So, Fucking pussy. Yeah, dead guy. Who cares? Eat your pizza. It's before it gets cold. You got to eat the pizza.
0: The most tragic thing of the Thanksgiving OD was this lady either rolled over and died on top of her dog, killing her dog. Oh no. Or the dog also got into the drugs and OD'd.
1: Tony Soprano would not be happy. You killed the fucking dog. (laughs) (sighs) All right. Other shit later. I thought I'd have one more. Oh, okay. I'm just going to say this one last thing over the weekend. I had to bring someone to a bond hearing. So, Saturday night into Sunday morning. We have to be there at 4 in the morning on Sunday morning. So this guy got arrested Thursday Thursday night, midnight shift, made the stop at 4 in the morning. (laughs) Guy was driving with his brights on. So my buddy Raul pulls him over, and he says to the guy, the reason I stopped you is because you're driving with your bright lights on and you didn't dim them when I flashed my lights at you. And he goes, it doesn't bother anybody. <laughs>
0: bothers me.
1: Bro goes. Well, it bothers me, and that's all who counts. Give me a fucking driver's license. Short, long story short, the guy had sixty-three false identities on him. Jeez. So that's excessive. He gets arrested, and naturally nine warrants, three different counties, different cities, and different names. Different. Oh yeah. <laughs> Raul worked, so he, he went into work that night at 7 p.m., Thursday night. He left Friday afternoon at 5 p.m. because he had to be on the phone with the state's attorney office. They, at first, didn't want to give any charges. They wanted Raul and our department to call all 64 victims of the IDs he found and get statements from them before he, they would charge him. So then he refused because we don't have the manpower to do that. He said, I want to talk to your boss. And then the boss gets on the phone. Same thing. Raul finally talked him into, listen, man, we got to do something. We can't call 64 people. We don't have the resources to do that. But I've got 64 IDs on him, And then it's got all these aliases. So they ended up charging him with 29 felony counts out of the 64 for the ID stuff. So I got to bring this guy to the um, bond hearing, which takes place at 4 in the morning. So the paperwork itself, there's a huge checklist of what you have to have. State's attorney needs their copies. You need three different packets. Usually it's, you know, half an inch thick. The fucking binders put together were literally like five inches tall. We took Jeez. notes. I photocopied everything. I had checklists. We put it all together. And at first the rookie was going to take them because he's low man. He's got to take the bond hearing. And he's like, I did it once. Well, that's good. You only need to do it once. And he's, he's looking at the stack of papers. He's like, yeah, man, I, I'm, I don't really want to bring this one. What if something gets fucked up? I'm like, if something's fucked up, it's fucked up. I don't, all I right, fuck it, I'll just do it. I'll take them. So I get to the jail. I put the cuffs on. At 3 o'clock, we leave. The jail is, the county jail's 12 minutes from me on a midnight shift. You know, it's just right down the road. So we, we get there at 3.15. We're sitting out front. There's no one there. It's an empty parking lot at 3.15 in the morning. I told him, listen, man, we're here first. We can get out first. Get your cuffs off you first. Get you in first. Get you home first. He's like, all right. At 3.55, he goes, motherfucker, take these fucking cuffs off of me. I don't give a fuck anymore. I'm going to start kicking shit. Like, you start kicking shit back there, we're going to have a bigger problem. Just sit still. Five more minutes. Four o'clock, they bring us downstairs. We park. We get out. I walk him up the line. We're standing against the wall. Still have to have the cuffs on until county clears you. They take them. They take the cuffs off. One of the cities brings in this black guy. I forget that the county now has body cameras on. Just let me say that right off the... I forget because I don't have them. So this guy's leaning... This offender who's handcuffed is leaning over the railing. He's supposed to be standing up against the wall. Steps forward, leans over the railing because down below is two big tables, four deputies. They're handling all the property. They're doing all... Making sure all your shit's together. And he's yelling at the officer who arrested him, you know, this motherfucker's coughing on me. Because you said he got coughed on. He's making me sick. You know, all this other shit. Right now, his wife's at home getting fucked by a big black dick. He's she's just yelling all this stuff. And, I, and he goes, there's one female deputy. She's down below. She's doing the property stuff. And her name's whatever. I'll just call her last name of Smith. Come on, Deputy Smith. You know every time I'm here, I treat you with respect. And, I, and then I had to say something. Every time he's here, how often is this guy here? You're at the fucking county jail. It's like a regular stop for him. And, that's it. and then the one county looks at me. She goes, she points to her body camera, gives me the quiet, <laughs> quiet sound, ixnay on the amirakay. I'm like, God damn it. So finally, six minutes, six minutes of him just yelling and screaming at the arresting officer. Finally, the deputy sheriff, sergeant goes, someone take this motherfucker out of here. Take him out of here. He's hurting my ears. So they move him past me. Everybody gets to move past me because my packet is five, you know, six inches thick. And while they're going through it, every other person gets taken in instead of my guy. And now my guy's, you know, he's walking in circles and take these motherfucking cuffs off me. So finally we, we got him in and they're like one, the guy who was getting reamed out by the black guy, he's standing next to me. He's like, how many felony counts does this guy get? I'm like, I don't know. 29 so far. It's like, why don't you just indict him? I go, dude, it ain't my case. I'm just bringing him here. You know what the hell the county works. So I'm
0: just the I'm just the taxi.
1: I'm just the taxi. But uh, that's how I ended my night, listening to that guy. I mean, it gave me a headache. I want to punch him right in the face. But he was just, making us laugh.
0: <laughs> I also found out that um, our county jail, the intake kind of sally port area, yeah, uh, apparently has really good audio and. <laughs> videos so, like so we have to actually deactivate because there's a medical comportion uh component of the intake process okay so per hipaa it's like okay you got to deactivate once you go into process it well okay. during that kind of, a lot of times you're a little bit more free with what you say and like i've right. had just flat out conversations like look dude like this is all off the record like i just am going to ask his questions like why the fuck do you do it or something like that and i don't use it you know against them because right. It. I I could see. I can see the issues in court, but sometimes just to satisfy my own curiosity, sometimes you end up talking shit to them. Right. Um, And then one of my bosses goes, "Yeah." He goes, "Did you know? Like down there, they have really, like, really good audio." I go, "Well, fuck." (laughs) I go, "Well, um, probably going to be some IA complaints."
1: As long as you get gonna get
0: sustained, yeah. Not criminal, not criminal, but uh, definitely going to ding me on courtesy.
1: (laughs) (laughs) No courtesy. You're going to get bad courtesy complaints.
0: Uh, That's my current IA complaint. It involves courtesy. Yeah.
1: We just openly bad mouth people don't care anymore. If you're stupid enough to get arrested. It was
0: the ongoing joke I had with my recruit. I'd be like, or something like she'd kind of make a joke or something because at times I could get grumpy. Like, what the fuck are you talking about? I'm a ray of fucking sunshine on a cloudy day. And she'd look, and she'd laugh, and she'd go, right.
1: Uh-huh. Thanks. And then I'd look
0: at her and go, yeah, re- you know, remember relationship with FTO is a graded uh, category, yeah. right? right. Oh, yeah. No, you're awesome. Thank you. <laughs> All right. Well,
1: I have uh, – oh, I'm, I'm transitioning. I was, we were talking in the pre-show to the investigations department on the 19th, so uh, we are – It'll be four days a week, 10 hours a day, Tuesday through Friday. The first week, Monday through Thursday. So I'm looking forward to uh, joining people that are up during the day, walking around and talking to people, friends. and. But my, my, my lieutenant— You might want to
0: get some sunscreen.
1: Yeah. My lieutenant just, said to me— The moon, the moon during the daytime yeah, is very bright. It's very bright and warm, I hope. Yes. Uh, so when I, when I found out on accident, because my— the commander was telling my sergeant without putting out a memo to anybody. Uh, he goes, and be prepared to work. There's no two-hour coffee breaks when you first come in. <laughs> I'm like, two-hour coffee break? I'm on a 12-hour coffee break every night. What are you fucking talking about? Two hours. So now I got, I'm going to have to learn how to, you know, dive right in, I guess. It'll be, But it'll be fun. I'm looking forward to it. You have to re-
0: rediscover the work ethic.
1: Yeah. I'm also a little nervous, you know, so – and then if there's a couple people in the department who are mad, of course, because you know how the guys are. Why oh, does he hmm. get to go in? Why don't I get to go in? I know I've got 10 years less experience than him, but why don't I get to go in? So
0: Because fuck you, that's why.
1: We got a lot of that going on. I'm <laughs> like, whatever, dude, it's all temporary. My buddy who, who's going out for surgery, he's thinking he's actually going to be re- replaced. I'm like, they're not replacing you. I'm just helping yes. while you're away. And then I'm going back to night shift February 1st. So relax. And in the back of my mind, I hope Mike's doing such a good job. Let's just fucking leave him back there. And then I can stay five more years. There you go. That's what I'm hoping. But you know that ain't going to happen. All right. Well, in between the last two times, or the last time that we recorded, two weeks ago, we've had, uh, I think, one police officer that died In the line of duty, but just in case, I'm going to say two because the last one might have been added after we were done. So from the Charlotte County Sheriff's Office in Florida, Deputy Sheriff Christopher Taylor, end of watch Tuesday, November 22nd, 2022. Deputy Sheriff Christopher Taylor was struck and killed by a drunk driver while conducting a traffic stop on I-75 at 8.45 p.m. He was standing on the shoulder of the highway with the person he had stopped when the driver of an approaching vehicle lost control of her car and struck Deputy Taylor's patrol car. The patrol car was pushed into Deputy Taylor and the person he had stopped. Deputy Taylor was transported to Shorepoint Health where he succumbed to his injuries. The other person who was struck suffered minor injuries. The woman who had struck Deputy Taylor had just completed probation for a prior DUI charge. She was arrested and charged with DUI manslaughter. Deputy Taylor had served at the Charlotte County Sheriff's Office for 15 months. He survived by his parents and his fiance. from the Yonkers Police Department in New York Sergeant Frank Galdino Sergeant Frank Galdino was killed in a vehicle crash on Tuckahoe Road at 3:30 p.m. He was driving westbound when an oncoming vehicle lost control and collided with his unmarked vehicle and a transit bus Sergeant Galdino was transported to a local hospital where he succumbed to his injuries The bus driver and passengers were treated for minor injuries. The 16-year-old unlicensed driver who caused the crash was transported in critical condition. Sergeant Galdino had served with the Yonkers Police Department for 24 years. He was due to retire in August of 2023. He was 53 years old, and he survived by his wife, daughter, and son. That's it. Thank goodness, not more. But, and I was talking to Brandon before we started recording the pre-show, an officer of one of my friend's departments committed suicide this week and left behind a four-year-old daughter. And that got Brandon and I talking about the suicide hotline for those of you that need help. uh,
0: 988.
1: Just dial 988. And that will get you someone immediately. So if you know of anybody that's having trouble or you yourself are having trouble, please, please, please reach out to people that can and will
0: help you. One thing I've heard someone say was, uh, don't seek a permanent solution to a temporary problem.
1: Yeah, because once you go down that road, there's no turning back. So
0: Yeah, there's no reset. No. Okay, let's be less depressing, can we? Yeah. I guess.
1: <laughs> it's almost Christmas. Um, <sighs> I don't know about you, but all of a sudden. I said
0: less depressing. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Damn it. I hear this a lot. <sighs> hey, Mike, I know it's almost Christmas, and you don't have a lot of time, but can you do this for me? So do you yeah, have any it's of that? more
0: like a. Hey. Yeah. <laughs>
1: yeah. Mm. Do you have any the of that guy? Going on?
0: God, yes. Yeah. You... So I mean, I, I don't think it's anything worse. People are like, oh yeah, just put me, you know, frame your list or something like that. I think I think it's legitimately just people who shop at the last second. Well, that's me. <laughs> because well, I, I know I was planning on doing uh, my wife's Christmas shopping uh probably when we're done here.
1: Online, after of go, course.
0: After after I go check with her. yeah, dude. I'm gonna freaking strip down to my underwear, get into bed and nice spin some bundle some keys on your money. phone. <laughs> yeah, and, and sit there and add to cart. Um so yeah, it's I actually woke up yesterday morning after like kind of laying things out of everything I need to get done because I'd finally gotten everything all caught up. I was like, oh, cool! I'm all caught up, and you know, I could probably take on one like custom sign or something, and then like some of the Etsy stuff I could do. I go, but I'm, I think I'm pretty much done. And then all of a sudden, it's like I put that thought into the universe, and all of a sudden, zzz, 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 phone starts going off, and uh, there was a five ornament order, and then. Yesterday, I woke up to a beer caddy order that has been up on Etsy um, literally all year. All Not year. Awesome. I just all year.
1: Did you have and one made already? or No. This was something you took so a picture made, of. You made so, something prior. Yeah, so yes. I made
0: one for my brother-in-law. Right. Okay. I took pictures, of it and I'm like, you know what? I'm going to put this on Etsy. Like, this seems like something that would do well. All year. Nothing. And then finally, Sunday morning, I wake up and like, hey, there's an order for a beer caddy. I'm like, son of a bitch. And then I'm doing a Carolina Panthers uh, logo sign. Oh. And, and I was at, at the Goodwill. Look, so I, I got to I gotta say something here about Goodwill. If you have a Goodwill store near you, yes, go there. I do. Go there. You can find all kinds of shit. <laughs> so I found like an, a two-pack of the LED strips. Okay. For like 10 bucks.
1: How how no. many are in there? Like how big is the strip, feet wise?
0: I, it's supposed to be big enough to because it's the kind that we're designed to go on the back of a TV. Yeah, oh, okay. And then plug in there. So there's enough for uh, two sixty inch TVs. Oh, okay. So a good amount, and I don't need a ton. Like talking about the Panthers logo is going to probably be maybe that big. Okay. So enough to go around there. Nice. Um. So I gotta do that. Had a cutting board and a set of slate coasters that I've gotten done. Another badge to get done. So I've. The nice thing was, not nice day. I feel kind of bad because we had a you know death in Annie's family, like her great aunt, oh. who's like one o two. Okay. Passed away. Sorry. About and that. we we're gonna go to the funeral today, but because everyone's sick, we're like no, we're gonna stay home. Well, I had already written off basically this entire weekend. Right. <laughs> And now ah, getting the shot. Working. Yeah. <laughs> it was like, oh man. You know. All right. Moment of silence. All right, now I gotta work. So laser was going. I I might be doing and I gotta wait for my buddy to sign off on it. Um, laser engraving a photo of his dog. Oh. And like on a plaque. Nice. Dog is not dead just good <laughs> for what it's worth. <laughs> well, it seems like the kind of thing that somebody would well, get after yeah. their dog dies. George right?
1: Vieira from nowhere, VA woodworking asked me to engrave a picture of his dog on a yeah. wooden plaque with the CNC. So I, I tried it and I just, it doesn't come out well. Like it was a yeah. no go laser. might work. So I'm,
0: better. A, so I'm able to do it with the laser. Like I did okay. that for, um, a buddy of mine, his friend, uh, their family had a, an infant death. Um, that they were kind of anticipating, like it was born with a neurological disease and, oh, okay. you know, died after two hours of life. So there's a picture of all their hands.
1: Oh, oh, yeah. I, I remember that, that thing you did. Yeah, I
0: think I sent it to yeah. you and I I like I engraved it and put it yeah, on a nice oh, piece of cherry. And, yeah, amazing. So it comes out pretty well if you can, you know, get stuff kind of dialed in. So I was playing with that today. And then okay. once we're done here, I got to go spray polyurethane on the other side of the beer caddy pieces so I can assemble it tomorrow. I've got a sign that uh it's an Abraham Lincoln quote. Like whatever you whatever you're going to be, be a good one. That sign's gotta get I think vinyl on it tomorrow. I gotta paint the backer. I got it primed, but I gotta paint it. So moving. And Full House has its own bank account now.
1: Woo! Gotta like
0: that. That's fun. Yeah, good. But that's kind of the main stuff that's been going on here. Finished the bread box. Ooh, Nice. Which didn't really feel like I finished it because <laughs> it, I mean it's kind of cool because um the girl that I'm building it for, a forge friend of Annie's and she's actually like taking woodworking classes. And she's super into like homesteading and all this stuff and is off social media at all and like just out in the sticks doing the things that we all want to be doing. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, so she's been taking woodworking classes and stuff. She's like, "Oh, I mean, if you build it, like, I want to finish it." I'm like, "Okay, fine. Like, I'll sand it up and build it and put it together." And she's gonna put the glass pane in, okay, the, yeah, it was the door wondering. and and then uh, do whatever finish she wants. But good, it's uh, yeah, it's been. It went from very quiet and chill to
1: Hair on holy fire. crap!
0: I got a lot to do. Yeah, <laughs> like I wrote it out all on this whiteboard that I got at the Goodwill store, and <laughs> of um, course. Like wrote it all out and stood back and looked at it. And went, oh boy.
1: Yeah, that's what all I right. use my whiteboard for.
0: Well, and I, after calling out on Saturday, which is my Friday, in my head I'm already thinking, like, oh fuck, I got to go back to work tomorrow. Like, no way, camel sobby, I got one more day. Nice. So I got a whole day tomorrow to get. I'm hoping. I'm hoping to get everything done except for the Panther sign. I'm hoping to have that. Maybe the layers cut but right. other than that, I, I think I got everything else done, ready to roll, so. Good. Yeah, I, uh what, uh. what last second fuckery are you dealing with?
1: Well, you know, I'm remodeling that family room, so I haven't, first of all, for six weeks from October till just last week, I hadn't been in the shop. Till the last, when we recorded our last podcast, it was the first time I had spent time in the shop. Short uh, a one-bottle opener order. I was really in a bad place mentally. Just, I was coming down here and that jointer was in the middle of the floor and really didn't want to deal with anything. So I didn't do any work down here. And I hadn't had any orders except for that one bottle opener. So finally, I, uh, I thought I squared the fence on the jointer, pushed it, got it off to the side, I now want to be down here. So Marty Wosik from Red Lake Woodworking, uh, he had someone reach out to him on his Facebook business account a kid who's in the Suburban Police Academy right now wants a flag. Marty's too busy. So Marty gave him my information, and this was Wednesday, this past Wednesday. And the kid reached out to me, and he wants to get a blue line flag for their class commander, who's a police officer, you know, in another suburban police department. So I'm like, okay. He goes, can you have it by the 16th? So for me, that's like, open a calendar, and how many shop days does that give me?
0: That's 11 calendar days from today.
1: Yeah, but shop time, it's six days in the shop. That's all I got. So I'm like, okay. "Okay." So I shot him some prices. Yeah. And I said, you get poplar, pine, you know, do you want LEDs, all this other stuff. So he settled on pine, and it was supposed to be for a sergeant then it turns out the guy is going to be promoted to a sergeant, but he's not a sergeant yet. So I I sent an email to the chief of that department where this officer works when he's not teaching at the police academy and asked the chief, can you give me a patch? I found a patch online, but I wanted to make sure I was using the right image. And I need an image of a badge. The chief sends that to their IT guy who then sends me a picture of a silver badge and then tells me, Well, that guy's not a sergeant yet. He's still a corporal. So I'm going back and forth with the kid who wants the flag and his department of what rank this guy is. So finally, the kid with the flag agreed on a pine flag, no LEDs. It'll say, supervisor, what's his name, their class number. And that's it. I'm like, okay, good. I'll start it. I'll get the wood. I'll start it tonight. Okay. Tonight, I wake up. He sends me a message. He's in the academy, so he sends messages late. He wants to add LED lighting. Now I don't even know if I've got blue lights here because when he asked me about it five days ago, I could have ordered them. But now I have to check my drawer to see if I actually have blue lights. Then he wants to add another engraving from the class, from class, whatever, three and four, however that works over there. So I'm like, all right. So it's a last-minute flag. My hair's on fire. I went this morning, before I went to bed, to Menard's to pick up the wood for it. So I've got pine for him. And while I'm there... Uh, my best friend, Bill, his wife wanted two company flags with their company logo on it for their owners. And then my buddy, Vince, texted me last night and he goes, hey, have you ever seen a flag like this? And it's, it's a half white socks, American black and burned flag with a socks logo. And the other half on an angle, it's got the burn mark in the middle. And then it's a Chicago flag, the white and blue with two of the red stars. He goes, can you make one of these for my dad? Like, when do you need this by? Christmas. He goes, I go, do you need it by Christmas? Because I got like all of a sudden three flag orders. And he said, no, his birthday is not till February. I go, okay, I'll get the wood now. I'll cut everything now. Maybe I'll be able to get it for Christmas. He said, okay, but don't stress yourself out. If it's not ready for Christmas, that's fine. So while I was getting the wood for that flag and the pine for the academy flag, I saw that I saw this before at Menards, but they have alder. I don't know much about alder. I've never worked with alder. It's really nice looking, clean or clear. Um, It is a hardwood, just near poplar, but um, more of the white heart of the wood. So it's really light colored, which I like a lot. There's no like green tint in it like in poplar. So I bought... One, I'm going to make one flag out of it for whatever. I don't know what kind of flag I'm going to make out of it. But uh, I bought that. And I should have some left over the pine after I cut it to length. Uh, I'll have some left over, thank God, because the woman I built the kitchen island for today asked me if I can make a family sign for the chief of police who I did a flag for. Oh, shit. It's a Christmas gift. I uh, hope he's not listening. Uh, <laughs> it'll say the so-and-so family... <laughs> whoopsie doodles. Whoopsie. (laughs) Like the guy from uh, the pitch meeting. Just bleep it out. Just bleep it out. Yeah. So it'll say his family name established in, you know, whatever the year is. And uh, she asked, she found it on Etsy. And I was starting to tell you about this in the pre-show. It's just burned pine. And it's got a, she said the stain she wants is a pecan. So I have to go get some pecan stain in the morning. But uh, 12 by six. Guess how much. The one she found, the woman that's selling these has got twelve hundred sales. Guess how much the sign is? It's a wooden pine sign, twelve by six, with the name the so and so family established inches, in. Right? Twelve yeah, inches. 12 inches, by inches by 6 inches by six inches. Okay. It's burned pine, um, so it's burned and then stained. Okay. And it's got the white wording on it. It's either white wording. It's either hand painted, which I'm gonna do, or the you know, cricket. I'm gonna make a okay. template, put it on and hand paint. Yeah, yeah. But how much would you sell that for?
0: man on so here and here's the thing what i sell things on etsy for is drastically different than what i sell them for person to person because etsy has to get their cut their sales tax involved there's all this other stuff that i have to account for that comes out of my cut right so on etsy the shipping on that's gonna be a bitch i'd say probably about 200 bucks like like just off top of my head no like, close to 200 for
1: For pine, 12 by 6 for pine, pine, burned, yeah. and painted.
0: Well, okay, hold
1: on. Or I mean,
0: stenciled. So it's not 3D, it's just painted on there?
1: It's either painted, hand-painted with a stencil, or they put the graphic on, you know, they put the oh, Cricut so vinyl. Oh, like th-
0: so it's not like, it's not like three-dimensional, like she no. scroll sawed out something and put it, okay, that, pff, fuck. Yeah, uh, it's just stenciled. Way less than that. Yeah. Maybe like what I charge for one of my flags, like maybe 120, oh. 120 to 150 somewhere in there?
1: Okay, um... The the sign that she she sent me the link to it so I could I could look and see and it's just two keyholes on the back you know so it can hang and it's got five okay. little yeah. hooks for keys so it's a it's a key holder okay five yeah. little hooks nineteen dollars that's it and I don't know how that can be
0: dude there, there's people that sh- that have legitimate like in grain walnut cutting boards for like forty how I don't understand that pricing the it, only the only thing that I can think of. Is that it's so like I'll use Mike coffee for as an example, because I think the people that listen to this show probably know who that is. Um, so Mike has his furniture shop, but he also still has his Etsy store and he has, you know, his own website and all that stuff. And I think what these what that has to be, the people that are listing things that are insanely cheap and he, Mike's doing kind of the opposite where he's checking his price because he doesn't want to use Etsy, but he refuses to quit it because I think it's like heroin. Um, but I think what they're doing is they're taking all their offcuts and all and to them. Right. this worth shops. That, that's going to be a loss. It's a net right. zero. Of course. So if you can repurpose it and make, you know, a right. walnut cutting board and you can guarantee you're going to sell it for 40 bucks, that's 40 bucks in your pocket. That's that how I do the bottle. openers. course. Yeah. Yeah. So that's how I do most of my bottle openers is yeah. off cuts that people don't buy. So
1: <laughs> do they look like so this? I have a
0: lot. I have a lot of offcuts. cuts. No, I still have to put the gold on here, but they're all blanks. Just laying around And there it goes Oh I hope the paint's not screwed up
1: Oh my god Just a little (laughs) Just a little nick Son of a bitch Wow Okay Uh,
0: What you should do is You should clip that And then Whoever ordered that Just Like post it somewhere with and send them a link to it. Okay. <laughs>
1: uh, all right. But I think
0: that's the only way that works because I've seen that stuff before too. Because before I list things on Etsy, you look? what I'll do is I'll search that that product. Yeah. And I have, I have a price in my head. And then I go through the Etsy listings and I look at it. And then there are some that are like a third or a quarter of what yeah. I would be charging. And that's the only thing that I can logically think of is that this has to be a bigger shop that has bigger things that these are offcuts that Maybe. they are just trying to get rid of and put a little extra money in their pocket.
1: Well, cause I, I, and I, I told her, I, I looked at the link and I told her, okay, 20 bucks. I'd never make this for $20 <laughs> for somebody. No. Right. Cause I would charge 50 bucks, but she goes, I don't mind paying more cause I know I'm going to get quality from you. Now this is a return customer who I'm still going to build b- built in bookshelves at her house. I mean, this yeah. is a continuing customer turning into a friend. But I, I said, no, 20 bucks is fine. Cause she was going to get it for $19 from that person. I'll do a nicer job. Yeah. 20 bucks is 20 bucks. You know, it's fine. I don't mind. But when I relist them, cause I'm going to take a picture of it and then I'm going to list it on my Etsy shop and it ain't going to be
0: $19. It will be, you know you, you, you could do that would class it up a little bit. Hmm. Put a frame around it. Well, I mean, you could do that. Um, but the name. Yeah. Take like an eighth inch down cut up cut or whatever size you have cut it out on the cnc and it'll be a three-dimensional thing
1: oh like engrave the name in and then paint it white
0: no no no, not engrave it i'll put it on top
1: right yes put it
0: on top and paint that and then you just there and it pops out at you
1: right well i have to have that cursive file you know what i mean which i think i do in the cnc i know i have it in my cricut but maybe for the future, but she wanted it hand painted. Oh, if, if I did the CNC work, I'd have to charge fifty bucks. Cause I, I just cause I have to sit at the computer, you know, all that stuff. Wear and tear on the machine and the bits and all that. So that would be a fifty dollar that, one.
0: That's been the toughest thing for me to figure out is what to charge for like laser work. So I think I settled on like twenty it's twenty dollars an hour with a two hour minimum.
1: Okay. That's good.
0: So uh, if I can get it done in an hour and a half, you're still on the hook for five right, hours, of two, two hours. hours. If I get it done in 30 minutes, you're still on the hook for two yeah. hours because I had to fire my computer. Yeah. Well, that's, I don't like firing up my computer.
1: The company flag that I was supposed <laughs> to do for my friend's wife, um, she sent me, I screenshot an image of the company logo, but it's from their Facebook page, and there's really no digital high-def image of it. So in mm-hmm. order for me to make that cuttable on a CNC, I'm going to have to spend probably two to three hours redesigning it and cleaning it up and making everything perfect, you know, with the vectors and stuff so I can use yeah. it. So uh it is, when I have to do some custom work like that, I have to add more. So now, anyways, this kid wants me to, so today he, he today with the, the law enforcement um, flag, he sends me back another message today. Oh, I'd like to add LEDs now. How's the flag coming? I'd like to add LEDs. Oh, and one more saying. And I'm like, all right. Well, I might not be able. I might not have the lights for you, so I have to check when I get in the shop. But uh, the saying, okay, I can add another line of engraving for you. But for this pine flag, it was going to be two thirty five before the lights, so it'll be two sixty five for the flag. And then my wife, You know, she asked me the other day. She goes, "Do you have a picture of your Blackhawks flag you did?" One of my friends might want one. I'm like, "Yeah, but tell them it's three hundred dollars." Because there's no way I'm doing another one for less than $300. Yeah. Yeah. So my prices are going up. I'm starting to raise my prices.
0: I am too. I've gotten to the point where it's some of my prices. And I actually had this happen. One of my (laughs) – so a friend, a buddy of mine's ex-wife, she got us in the divorce. (laughs) Okay. So – uh, her and Annie are close. She lives out in Tennessee, so they actually met up for lunch before her flight home. Oh, cool. Uh, and so she saw a bunch of the work I was doing and then she messaged me like, hey, if I wanted to do like 25 ornaments, like custom ornaments where they're, you know, in the shape of a kite and they have this on them, how much would that cost? I'm like, okay. So bulk order. I'll give you 15% off and I'll waive... Setup the fee. design, the design fee, and it was something like it was almost four hundred dollars. I haven't heard back. It's been like two weeks.
1: You should follow <laughs> up with an email.
0: Well, I, am it, it's,
1: I mean, it is what you know.
0: I, I know it, it's one of those things of like, at at this point though, you'd be I scrambling. I don't want. I don't want to do it. it. Yeah, because I would have to order more eighth-inch material, and then. It would probably like that's probably laser run time, probably five hours, okay. and that's before paint, or sanding, priming, painting, okay, assembling, packaging, and shipping them off. Well, now if she had committed to it early on, that would have been great, right? But at the same time, like now, it's like that all that is is stress.
1: Yeah, and so tonight I have to cut the wood for the flags, but I have to also edit this. <laughs> So the pre-show can go on tomorrow like or at 3 o'clock in the morning this morning in a couple hours. So um, I'm going to cut all the wood, and I'll probably stain the wood for the law enforcement flag. I usually wait a day because of the air, but I'm just going to fucking stain it tonight. So tomorrow I can actually glue it up tomorrow and put the lights on it if I have the lights here. And then I have to work for two days. So the weekend I can engrave it, and then hopefully it'll be done by Sunday. And uh, I was going to make... Don um, can gave me when I left his house in Pennsylvania, he gave me a bunch of one by eight hemlock boards that were on his deck outside. He was building a deck for his uh, new shop and they're patinaed really gray on one side, not so bad on the other. And I was thinking, I want to make two flags. That's why I bought the Alder. I want to make two flags for myself just to put on Etsy. One of them is I want a we the people flag. I think that's still 50 stars, right? It's just, we, I got the font, the We the People. It goes across the bottom of it.
0: I mean, if, if we want to be historically accurate. Or is it the 13 um, circle? If, if we wanted to be historically accurate, when the Declaration of Independence was written, there were 13 colonies.
1: Well, I was going to do a 13 colony flag as well, but maybe I'll just make that one 13 colony with We the People on it. Yeah. So I was going to make it out of I that think you wood can he gave put me.
0: We the People on anything, and it'll okay. sell.
1: So I'm actually going to make,
0: especially if you put like two a in there and then like a gun, (laughs) like you market that shit. Right. And you'll be a millionaire. Uh,
1: So I wanted to use that wood that he gave me for a flag. But my question was, do I clean it up? Like run it through the planer or either use the dark gray patina wood, which would be pretty cool. Or the other side, just sand it and then just use it like that. So it's kind of a really rustic flag. I'm not sure.
0: I would say... Can for, I show you the wood?
1: Yeah, All sure. Right. Why not?
0: All right. We've reached the point in the show when Mike leaves to go get something off camera. So, well, he's coming back. He's got some wood in his hand. Not that kind of wood. <laughs> Again, you can go to Mike's OnlyFans page.
1: Right, to see my wood. At
0: Morazo Harry Nipple.
1: So this is the patina side. This has been okay. sitting outside of his house probably for two years out in the weather. It's weathered pretty good. I think this is hemlock. I don't know. Um, this I is have to the taste it. other side. So if I just sand this like down, side. you like this side?
0: So I think in, in my own two cents, I think that side yeah. for if you do a 50 star, but the patina side for the Betsy Ross.
1: Okay. All right. And it's rough. You know, I wouldn't want to sand it because all this patina would come off. Yeah. So maybe burn. Every other stripe gets burned. So it's gray stripes, gray and burned. That could be, that'd cool. be pretty cool. Not red, I think white, the patina and blue. patina
0: side would look really good as a um, don't tread on me one.
1: Oh, speaking of that.
0: I know. Sets sh- you up perfectly. Yeah. Have to not talk about anything.
1: <laughs> right. Uh, I'm going to text you right now the reason why.
0: Uh, <laughs> it was on Instagram. It's not a surprise for anybody.
1: Well, it is if someone doesn't have Instagram. So that's why I was able to put it on
0: Instagram. Oh. Uh, I, on... I, I think I'm picking up what you're putting down. It's not on Facebook then. Nope, not on Facebook. Yeah, I knew it. I guessed it. Okay.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so that's going out soon. That was the okay. other project I finished. Oh, and so the shelving, really, and I'm done. Um, I started doing the shelving for the for the family room. I got poplar. I cut them down width and length, and then I made the face frame for the shelves, which is an inch and a half of poplar, and then I used um, pocket holes, glue, and brad nails to, to put the face frame on each shelf, which makes That the, shit ain't going nowhere. No, and it <laughs> it makes it more rigid, so it doesn't, you know— bend under pressure of books and stuff. So There's to, a
0: dick joke in there.
1: There's a dick joke in there. I then took um, Craig Jig plugs, those pine plugs, plugged all the holes, sanded them all down. I put the wood filler over that. I got to sand that down smooth so you won't be able to even tell that there are pocket holes in it, and then I can paint them, and then that, that part's done. That's why I was asking you about the LEDs. I want to add LED lighting on the inside of the face frame of the bookshelf. So when you turn on the family room lights, those go on and shine light into the bookshelves. You know, one strip That'd be cool. up yeah, and around. Because that room has every outlet on the right plug is a lamp, basically a lamp switch. Yeah. So in the book, bookshelf, under the bookshelves in the cabinets, there's an outlet on each side. So I would be able to plug it in to the lamp quotation, air quote, part. And it wire it up, and then it could go on when the lights are on. So, and it'd have to be dimmable. Look
0: on, look on Amazon.
1: Yeah, I will. I didn't know if, uh, but I was wondering why. Oh, I also, oh, one la- oh, another last thing. My <laughs> Christmas gift came early. My buddy Danny, remember I told you he sold me a 77 inch tel- TV? Yeah. Uh, and then it crapped out, and I had to yeah. throw it away. So, yeah. it was very sad. It was very sad. And then I was watching a small 50 inch television.
0: Yeah, it's yeah. so small.
1: It's small. So it turns out Danny said, oh, um, that's an, it's an LG brand, OLED. And he bought a brand new one last year, a 77-inch um, OLED. And he told me that they were on sale at Costco. Well, I don't have a Costco membership. So I went what? I went and got a Costco membership. Good. So we went to Costco to get the—
0: Do you get the basic one or did you get the executive
1: You got the one? executive.
0: Hell, yeah, you did.
1: Yeah, I did. Um, so we went there on Here, a Sunday after you a Bears card game, like I do. All right, which cool. is ridiculous to go on a Sunday after a Bears game because it was packed. Yeah,
0: that's dumb. You don't ever do that. Um, that's, a rookie, that's a rookie move.
1: But the TV was on sale.
0: And was now, the sale going on on he Monday? He bought
1: like the 77CM version. Then they came out with the 77C1, and now it's the 77C2. So it's like two versions later. It was on sale. So I went to go pick it up. And we're standing – I tell the two people, the salespersons or the floor people, whatever you call them, can you please put that TV on that cart for me? And they're like, okay. So they drag it over, they put the TV on the cart, and then uh, the guy goes to me, he goes, hey, this TV here, this one that's showing right here, which is not the 77-inch, it's a different one, this TV's dropped down in price $1,500 since it came in. And I'm like, oh, he goes, we have one left. It's an 83-inch OLED. And Kim Hmm. Kim looks at me and goes, you're on your own. I'm going to go look at Christmas shit. And then she walks away, and the woman goes, you heard her. She just gave me the okay. I'm like, put that sucker on the cart. (laughs) (laughs) So now I have an 83-inch OLED in my living room. and That's fantastic. At first, I had it on the stand, you know, and I put it on the entertainment center that we have there. But I wanted to put it on the wall. So I had to buy a stand, you know, a TV wall mount. And I wanted one yeah. like John Erickson got him and I put up in his shop that pulls out and then you can turn it.
0: Yeah, not, not that's so like I what can... I have in the living room. Okay,
1: so basically so I can get behind it when I want to because I had a Chromecast back there. and You, can, yeah. you can't squeeze I, your I hand love that
0: there. It, I love that it stands. Like mine, we have the, um, the fireplace mantle. It sits low. Yeah. So you really can't use the mantle, but it sits flush with the very front of it. Okay. Yeah, I, so I wanted that. You can access that. everything back there super yeah. easy. Yeah.
1: And that was my, I wanted to be able to access stuff. So Kim's cousin's husband came over to help me put it up on the wall. I mounted on Thanksgiving. I mounted the mount myself trying to measure the center of the, between the chair rail and the crown molding and where the mount would go. And then how high up, because once it's mounted, the TV, it's going to be lower or whatever. So I figured it all out. And then I bought a new receiver, a Sony um, receiver. You plug all your HDMI's into the receiver, one HDMI to the TV. So I got no seven channel surround sound. So I have him come over to help me put the TV up on the wall, and it's too fucking high. And he goes, "Well, And he had to go home because he had to go to bed. He had to do work. He goes, "I'm laid off next month. If I I can come back and help you lower it because it was really too high." So I waited till my son came home that night, and I'm like, "Can you just help me for 15 minutes? Just take it down. I'll move the mount down. Put the TV back up on the wall." So now it's all done. The wall's a mess behind it, like you took a machine gun and shot <laughs> holes in it. I don't care. You can't see it because the TV covers it. When I move, who, whatever, someone's going to have to deal yeah, it's with it. It's somebody else's problem. It's someone else's problem. But, yeah, so I got the new TV up there. It is unbelievable. It makes watching football, it's crazy. The, the heads are as big as me or bigger than me when they do close-ups. I'm like, holy shit. <laughs> so that's exciting. Now I'm truly yes. watching theater stuff. So. We have an opening to the dining room to our right of where the TV is and the hallways behind us. And I said to her the other day, I'm like, can we put curtains up behind here and then curtains over there in front of the dining room? So like when we have a movie and we shut the lights off, there's no like light coming from the hallway or from the kitchen. We just pull the curtains close. So I don't know if we're actually going to get to that point, but (laughs) we might.
0: Well, if you do, the next step will be to get one of those uh little motorized things you can put on the curtain rod. Yeah. That will close <laughs> You just push the button.
1: Uh that'd be awesome. All right, that's all I got. I wanted to show you these, but I don't I don't I want them to be a surprise for him.
0: You did show me those. I
1: I mean I wanted to talk about them in the show, but I'm going to send them. Oh yeah, no, it's a, a surprise. So yeah. I'm going to send that stuff. Uh What's it look like next week for you? I, shit! It I like don't know. I'm off on the 11th, Sunday night.
0: Uh, there's nothing in the calendar currently.
1: Is there a Niners game at night or no? Check your football Nin- calendar.
0: <laughs> no, the Niners should be the one o'clock game. One o'clock, one thirty. Uh, nothing's been flexed for the okay. Niners. So Let's Brock see. Purdy. Let's see who you're going to lose to next week. Tom Brady. Week. Oh, God.
1: In San Bucks. Francisco, though. Yes. That's a home game. Yes. Okay. It's a home game. And the Cowboys Tommy's have the Texans. <laughs> God. That's they might be, set a they scoring might, They record. might win by 40. Yeah. Let's hope. Yeah, but okay.
0: Okay, so I think we were talking about what in the pre-show about Purdy. Yeah. Okay, so here here's the remaining schedule for the Niners, all right? I'm pert Hepley. The... Sorry. You're home against the Bucks. You're at Seattle. Home for Washington at Vegas, and home for Arizona.
1: Wait one more time. Let's go over.
0: Okay, home for Tampa.
1: Uh, I say that's a loss, but go ahead.
0: Okay, road to Seattle. Uh. Home against the Commanders.
1: That should be in a win, ve- even though Washington's playing really well.
0: Yeah, in Vegas. That should be for a win. the Raiders. That's yeah, a win. And home. For the Cardinals,
1: that's a win. So three out of three and two. I say they go three and two or four and one. Three and two. Yeah, four and one minimum. Three and two most likely.
0: I'm. I think they go.
1: That Seattle game. That Seattle game is going to be tough. Yeah, it is.
0: That's a tough one. That that's tough for any quarterback to go into Seattle and play. But I I think I think four and one. I'm calling four and one. Okay,
1: I'll say three and two. And then you know, Cowboys okay. are going to win out. And I just we we play the Eagles on Christmas. The Dark Horse
0: game in that is that Cardinal game. Arizona always plays San Francisco tough.
1: Is it in Arizona? Unless they're
0: in, in Mexico. No, it's home. Okay. The Mexico game was the it was Ari- the home okay. Arizona, Arizona game. home game. Okay. Well, so
1: well, it'll be interesting. The Last five see.
0: weeks will be pretty interesting. I
1: can't believe it's only five weeks left.
0: I know. The Season just started.
1: Oh man, it's already over. Almost over.
0: Hey, are the Sox going to really trade uh, Liam Hendricks? What? What do you? You haven't heard this? Just rumor? Pull this out but of your ass! On the, no, I. It was on Bleacher Report. No, I
1: haven't heard that. What are you talking about? I, Here, I did hear, hear that headline. Rolando Lopez, um, or Ronaldo Lopez, might be a closer one day, but I. I don't know about that. I mean,
0: Liam Hendricks in trade talks. All-Star White Sox closer has been discussed in talks <sighs> with other teams. Has limited no-trade clause
1: nothing would surprise me now. I mean, we don't we're not signing anybody. We we lost a Brayu to fucking Houston for all for God's sake. Uh, oh, wait, hold on. We signed Mike Clevenger. He have the I'm having a cardiac arrest <laughs> fucking wind up. Guy gives me a heart attack just watching them wind up. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I I'm really just disappointed in the whole White Sox organization. Yet again, another year of just we have such a good core and whatever. I'm I know I'm jonesing for baseball though. So February 24th, when camp opens up, I'm going to be excited, but it'll fade.
0: People, people ask me what I do in winter when there's no baseball, What I do is I sit around and I wait for baseball. <laughs>
1: right. So it's what we do. All right. Uh, thanks for listening. Thanks for watching. Thanks for watching. And I'm going to say, stay safe, there's safe there's from the in the shop and Brandon's going to give you a bunch of stuff.
0: Yeah, you should probably email questions to handcuffsandsawdustpodcast at gmail.com. You can DM Mike Amorazo woodworking me a Full House Woodworking, or you can even DM the show at handcuffs and Podcast, All on Instagram. And Mike's got some YouTube shit. Some. All right. Be safe.
1: Peace out. Goodbye. Talk to you Place later. Bye. Ghostbusters. Ghostbusters. <laughs> Filibuster. What?
0: Ghostbusters don't
1: I dropped this motherfucker.